Hello and welcome. You're listening to Then Again, What Do We Know? A podcast that's all about exploring the human experience from an unofficial point of view. Your hosts are Mer Monson and Brianne Griebel, that's me, and we hope you'll sit back, relax, and just ponder what we're talking about. As we explore new ways of looking at life, we're hoping that you will do the same. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to Then Again, What Do We Know? Uh, I am Brianne Griebel, and with me as always is my partner and podcast, Mer Monson. Hello again, Mer. Hello. Um, this is a day of experiments. Uh, we, this is, we're recording two episodes in one day, which we've never done before. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, and we're not actually entirely sure what we're going to talk about, but we hit the record button anyway. It's like, give us a few <laughs> minutes before you turn us off. <laughs> Well, we were going back and forth and back. We have a we have a vague idea. We got a vague idea, and we were trying to kind of narrow it down to you know something you could put your finger on before we hit record. And we couldn't quite find like the the episode title, if you will. And so I suggested let's just hit record and see if the title comes to us while we're talking. Love it. So we're gonna do that um, because we can. So you. Mer, you kind of had a vague idea about something, and I was on board, but why don't you like bring us all on board with the general area you wanted to look in? Okay, cool. So the thing that kind of sparked this for me was we were joking about naps before mm-hmm. you pushed record, and it reminded me that there's been two or three times in the last week where at some point in the afternoon, I felt just really heavy, heavy headed, mm-hmm. um, felt some tiredness, like not just physical, but mental, like my mind was tired. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went and found the darkest, quietest corner in my house. <clears throat> and I just laid there in the dark and watched my mind keep revving itself up. And by that, I mean, like, I would notice after about 20 seconds that I was thinking about this issue. Or then I would notice 20 seconds later that I was thinking about something that I needed to to do two or three days from now, and and needed a little prep. Or 20 seconds later, I would find myself thinking about something that happened last week. And, and I kind of watched it, you know, rev up. And then I recognize, oh, and I'd let it go and just come back to the quiet and the dark. And, and eventually, like it petered out and I took a little, you know, 10, 15, 20 minute cat nap where I, I completely checked out and everything went quiet. And I've just been playing in this question of, how revved does our mind need to be in order to move through a day? You know, because there are these pockets of time where I notice that I'm just navigating from a very quiet internal space. And there's not a lot of excess or extra thinking going on. There's a lot of presence. 
when I'm in that space. And there's kind of a knowing what to do. There's not a feeling of hurry or busyness or, and, and it, it happens sometimes when I have a full plate and sometimes when I don't, like it doesn't seem to have a direct correlation to that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm curious about the possibility of, of living from a quiet mind and from just the space that's always there beneath our thinking, you know, does it have in it what we need in the moment, even when there's things to get done and move through and take care of? I'd love to see more about that. You know, what just um, came to mind as you were speaking was, um, I don't know, this was kind of making the internet rounds for a hot minute in the last, I don't know, two, three weeks. Um, And this both intrigues and baffles me that there are some people out there that don't have a voice in their head. And I'm amazed because I don't, I can't even imagine what that would be like because I have a constant narrator (laughs) telling, like speaking to me in sentences and agreeing and disagreeing with everything and yakety yakking. And apparently there are some people who, who it's a, it's a smaller portion of the, of the population, but they don't think in like thoughts the way that I think in thoughts. (laughs) Um, and the, the article that I was reading went so far as to say this guy was talking to his girlfriend and found out his girlfriend didn't have a voice in her head. And she, you know, when they do movies where they do voiceovers, where the, the, the actor is thinking, but they're speaking the lines, his girlfriend was like, um, I didn't, I just always thought that was just a way to move the, the, the story forward. I didn't think people actually thought like that in their heads. I thought that's just what they do in movies to explain things they can't otherwise explain. She's like, and she was shocked at her boyfriend. She's like, wait, you think like that? You have sentences and things in your head when you're not talking? <laughs> um, and the reason that occurs to me is, um, like, first of all, I, I may be going off topic, but then again, we never really settled on a topic. So. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm fascinated. Um, Go on. I know. But think about that. Like, uh, it, it's, it's fascinating. Like, how, does, how do they think? Like, what, what goes on in their head? Um, and then I mentioned this to my husband and he was like, uh, well, if you think about it, somebody who was like born deaf, you know, wouldn't, they'd never heard language. So they wouldn't necessarily think in language and certainly babies, you know, wouldn't think that way. They wouldn't think. in And so anyway, all of that to say, um, I love the voice in my head. Uh, it's like my best friend. <laughs> I talk with a voice in my head. I have com- like full blown conversations all the time. Um, and in a similar question, I say that, and sometimes it's my worst enemy, right? Um, you know, sometimes it's an asshole. <laughs> um, it's the question I'm asking, which is similar to yours, is like, how much do we need to pay attention to it, though? You know? Well, I guess that's what I mean by how much of it is required to you know to to navigate your life because it it's not so much okay we can do it from a quiet mind so we need to quiet our mind it's mm-hmm. cuz to me a quiet mind i'm i'm double thinking what i'm about to say uh 
Yeah, it does look to me like it's somewhat about the volume and the pace of the energy in your brain. <laughs> but it's also that ability to, like you just mentioned, al allow it to be in the background because you notice it's not relevant. So like it's almost more directly a question of how much do we need to pay attention to that voice, right? Head, which is what you just said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I got there. It just took me a minute. Well, because then you said it. I was like, is that, just, just, isn't that what I just said? But then I questioned myself. I'm like, wait, did I say it out loud or was it the voice in my head? <laughs> I just needed a second take at it. Because I'm just noticing that right now, that it's, it's not, it's not that there's not activity. It's just that I'm, I don't have it front and center in those times when it feels more quiet. But, but the other thing that strike, that struck me is, yeah, sometimes it's the actual voice in your head or words in your head. But there's also this, this sense of, I mean, like an iceberg. Like we're, we're aware of the thought or two that's on the surface, but there's also this whole dimension of it, like underneath my awareness, but that I can feel, I can sense, mm -hmm. you know, like sometimes when you just, you just feel revved up mm -hmm. or you just feel um, unsettled or you feel unease or you feel um, tense. I mean, like it's, it's totally runs in my family to bounce our legs. <laughs> like it's that. <laughs> well, you know, Mer, that is a syndrome. And there's a pill for that. <laughs> Restless leg syndrome. Uh, True enough, though I've never taken it. Yeah. Well, I was just, because I was just going to say, like, how interesting is it that that just happens and, and, and how quickly we can turn those things into problems? And me too, by the way. I still find myself going... You know, if I'm in a particularly weird mood and I can't seem to put my finger on why, I seem to think there's a problem there. Like if I'm feeling a little, I don't know, off or anxious or revved up or um, whatever, and I can't seem to find anything in my experience that should explain it, um, it looks like there's, okay, okay, well, what's wrong with me then? Right. So, you know, that's me, 3 a.m. <laughs> most nights like I wake up and I'm just revved you know and, and it, it's this play of is this a problem or isn't it <laughs> you know just just getting getting curious about that yeah I'm genuinely curious well yeah well it's an interesting question and like when it comes to um managing our lives however you That's want a great that, word managing yeah. 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 Like how, like how much of that is our job managing ourselves or managing our lives or, you know, I always, the way I always say it is like the me that looks like it decides on what's for dinner, like that part of me, how much is that part of me in charge? Yeah, that's it. But that's the question. And, and the other thing I'm seeing about it is that, that manager, like it's, it's designed and it's built to take into account the past and what's up ahead, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's kind of that that's another piece of it is I, I have this sense 
a lot recently that I'm that I'm running on the manager. I'm running on thinking about the past, processing it and analyzing it in some vague way in the back of my mind. And then also, okay, what's coming at me? And what do I need to get ready for? And what do I need? And and it's this sense of, oh my gosh, I'm not sure I need to do that to the extent I'm doing it. Now, Grant, like, I I don't do it nearly as much as I used to. I mean, it feels like I used to do it, you know, 90% of the time. And now it feels like I'm, I'm doing it just a few inches either direction. But I'm curious about even having to do it that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying I have an answer. I'm just saying I'm genuinely <laughs> curious about it. Out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do love the question of like, um, how much of this is up to me? Like how much of life is up to me? Like I am positive that it's not a hundred percent and that that's a change. (laughs) It seems so obvious to me now, but you know, in, in years prior, you know, my life is a hundred percent up to me until I started factoring uh, in all of existence. And I'm like, right. That's not, I, I, I do not shine the sun nor turn the planets or, um, you know, even grow my own food or, <laughs> um, so I'm like, okay, I, I realize my own existence is not 100% in, in my hands. I am not the manager of hundred percent, but the fun question is, is like, well, what is the percentage? There are moments that I 100% believe it's zero. I am, it's none of it. I have no control over not even a, a centimeter. Um, not, not a single strand of anything is, is up to me. And those are the moments when I just, um, you know, the edges of me are, are, are faded, are, are softened when it's, you know, I'm not seeing life in a personal sense. I'm not, I'm, you know, seeing life as like, I'm just kind of a part of this whole thing and it's not separate from. And so whatever is running the whole show is running me too. So it's not me. I don't live in that space though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know because the space you're talking about. I don't live there either, but I know that. Yeah, it's just this. And I think those are the times when either I am aware of the infinite or I'm just not giving a crap about any of it. <laughs> like I'm not aware of any of it at all. I just don't care. I'm just living. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so then the question is, is like, okay, so when I am thinking about little old me and what I got to do and um, it's almost like it's almost like to the extent you think you are there and you are in charge will determine the, the extent to which you are going to get revved up. It seems to me they like go hand in hand. Yeah, I can really see that. It's such a fascinating experience to 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 kind of hold both in your hands, you know, this awareness that we're part of something that, and we're made of something that's unfolding itself and has nothing to do with us having a will or a way or a handle on any of it. And then yeah. at the same time, we have this experience of having a life and, and being in charge and making choices and doing things. And, you know, this, this experience of 
of creating and causing and like it isn't isn't it kind of amazing that we can hold both yeah and i like holding both some people tend to want to go one or the other (laughs) either consciously or not consciously either they they really want to double down on one or the other or they just don't think about these things and don't realize another side of it exists but and what i mean by that is i think there are some people you know i'm thinking of you know i've um, dabbled in the the ideas of non duality, which basically says you you don't exist the, the way you think you do. There is one consciousness. There is one thing. Not even one thing. There's just infinite, and you you, you are that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be fun to play with, but it's also not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so like you. <laughs> It's cool. Um, to me, it sounds like an endless spa. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't no, get I'm me kidding. wrong. It's, it's like, I like thinking that Brienne exists. I, I dig Brienne. Not all the time. But I, I'm a fan of believing I'm Brienne. I'm, I'm a fan of, um, you know, uh, what she does and what she can do and you know, what she says and how she says it. And, uh, I'm a fan. I like it. It's just, I think the problem comes in when I buy in that, into that too heavily and I start taking brand too seriously, um, that it starts causing, you know, that overthinking that revved up head, in which case in those moments, it's really nice to have some kind of glimpse of something in the, uh, that other non-duality, all, all oneness kind of direction. You know, it can't, it, it can be both. Does it feel like a dance? You know, that's a decent... It depends on the day you ask me. That that can be a fun way of looking at it. But sometimes it just feels like the music. You know? It's like mm-hmm. sometimes the music has got a lot going on and there's a lot of things to pick up and listen to and catch. And sometimes there's just kind of this tone, this note, if you will, this chord. Um, and sometimes it looks like Brienne is dancing to all that. And sometimes it looks like Brienne is the maker of the music, you know? Yeah. I'm really getting a feel while you're talking for the fact, the truth that one isn't better than the other. Yeah. And that's, I think where a lot, especially if you start looking in this direction, if you've looked in this realm of, um, whether you're listening to us because you know of us from the three principles world where we came from, or you're dabbling in your own version of spirituality, or you're just listening because somebody rec- you know, recommended it or whatever. But if you have gone the route of trying to figure out this whole spiritual stuff, um, this whole spiritual stuff <laughs> makes it sound real. To real. make it technical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope I didn't, this, this, this here spiritual stuff, um, I think the tendency can be to take it too seriously or too, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know, too singularly, too, like, for a purpose of, like, you know, finding the right thing, the right way, the right way to be, the right way to think, the right way to feel, um, the best way, the best explanation, um, you know, to get it right, you know? Um, 
Yeah, or even as a way to get out of being human. Yeah, totally. I love being human. I love it. And whether or not that's true, like whether or not I am an actual human being who is separate from everything else in the universe, or I am the thing that is, you know, a part of the thing that brought everything into the existence, both are pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I also really love that, like, this isn't something that's going to get solved in the next 20 minutes of our podcast. (laughs) Like, this is a question. This is an exploration. This is a... It, that that you can that we get to hang out in forever, and, and we don't. Yeah, there's, there's no seeing the end of it. You know, it's not it's not an algebra problem that that, <laughs> that can be solved by thinking hard enough. It's just what what a cool thing. Like you said, what a cool thing. Yeah, I, and how I mean, cool is it that we can we can glimpse more about it as we play in it. Yeah, the the biggest, I say the biggest shift for me, but if we were talking about a different thing, I bet I would say, the, the biggest shift for me has been this. <laughs> um, but I will say a big shift for me, one of them has been being okay without having answers. Or or even more closely, I suppose, um, it's, it's, it's shifted from trying to get it right or trying to solve the problem or trying to get the answer to just hanging out in the question. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's like I like hanging. It's, it's an exploration versus um, trying to reach a destination. It's like venturing out into this place or this thing or this question or whatever, and just going to see what you can see, not to see something specific. Even though sometimes I really want to see something specific, I really do want an answer. Like, okay, I really would like to know exactly what extent do I exist and how much control do I have? (laughs) But I don't think I'm ever actually going to get a definitive answer. I mean, in any one moment, it might look like I have an answer. Like, oh, oh no, it's this. It's this. Oh, okay. That makes total sense. That's exactly what it is. But I guarantee you a day or a year or a decade later, I'm going to go, yeah, that wasn't it. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was a temporary seeing. I think, I think what I, another way of putting it for me is there's a difference between looking or traveling in a direction and trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Like just, just orienting yourself to the question and playing in it. Just, it, it brings insights. You see more because you're looking in that direction. Yeah. But it's, it's not about arriving at the quote unquote capital A answer. And, you know, and I, as I think about whatever it is I've glimpsed from, from looking in this direction, the one thing that's really clear to me is that the more I see about the big picture, the funner and easier being human gets. Mm-hmm. the less heavy, the less serious it feels. I would say easier. I wouldn't always say funner, personally. I have more moments of fun 
that to be sh- is to be sure. Yeah, I guess I would have to agree with that. But that's more accurate for me too. Um, yeah. Well, well, I see. Go ahead. What it is is I. What it feels like is that I seem the the capacity for life seems to keep widening or expanding. Say more what you mean. The more I hang out in those questions, these questions of who am I? What is this? (laughs) You know, how much control do I have? You know, what's up to me? What's not up to me? What percentages? All those kinds of interesting life questions. The more I hang out in those and just see things, not necessarily definitive, ah, the answer things, but just playing out and hanging out and seeing that stuff. It's almost kind of like it's a weird, um, I guess for lack of a better way of saying it, like it's a spiritual exercise. And it, it, it's like, you know, just like if I were to do more and more push-ups, my arms would get stronger um, and able to carry, uh, carry heavier and heavier loads with less and less effort. That's kind of what hanging out in these questions has been doing for me and exploring this stuff. It's like, it's like my, my spiritual essence, whatever the heck that is, um, seems to just getting wider and wider. And so it can fit more and more things inside of it. It can fit heavier things, you know, inside of it, more difficult things, or even more fun things, more play. It's just, it's kind of like um, the capacity for um, the energy of life seems to get wider and bigger. And so I can just have more and handle more. Not in any kind of specific sense of like, but does that make sense? Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I think of it as there's there's less in the way of life coming through me. Yeah. Which you're you're right, it includes everything. And I I think the the reason I mention fun is because one of the things I notice is that I laugh more. I will say this, there are so many things that in in other moments of my life would have looked very serious and now seem playfully absurd (laughs) (laughs) like what give me an example well I got to admit okay this is a weird one I was actually thinking this when I was with my mother the other day uh and to rehash uh mother was has dementia and she's dying um and I was with her the other day and the absurdity of our situation just struck me like it wasn't serious it wasn't even I wouldn't say funny per se but it's like is this really happening? Like she was, you know, kind of upset. And she, she started uh, several months ago doing this weird yell stutter thing. And I think it's because she's frustrated, but she's losing her language. And so she yells and stutters and does, and her face contorts into these very um, weird facial expressions. And, you know, if I went from the mother I knew five years ago straight into this, it would be way too much of a shock. Um, but this has been happening slowly over the last several years, but I'm just looking at her and she's very upset and there's nothing I can do. And I'm, I just had this kind of moment of like, what is this? What, what, this is absurd. This is absurd that this is happening. And my mother is having this moment and I am sitting here with her. It just struck me as this doesn't fit anybody's plan for life. (laughs) And yet here it is. (laughs) you know, no human would want this, wish this, conjure this up, hope this for anybody, want this at all. And yet here we are. 
and there's nothing I can do about it. It just kind of struck me of like, life just does whatever the hell it wants to do. And my thoughts and ideas about it are irrelevant. And it just, it just, I don't, I know, I have no better word for it than absurd. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like, really, is this happening? How, how is this, you know, and I think that, I think that a lot now, like, it's just absurd. Not in a dismissive way, by the way. No, I know. I can feel yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, not in a dismissive, no, that's absurd. But it's like, I have no, like, what, this, this follows no line of logic or. <laughs> And, and what I mean by, I, you know, the capacity for all of that seems to be growing, like, like I can sit with her in those moments and think it's absurd versus going like, oh my God, this is so horrible and getting consumed by it and, you know, her discomfort, my grief and, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I really kind of love that word right now, that capacity. Right? You know, and the absurd. I love both those words right now. Because <laughs> there's something about the word absurd, but you know, the way that you say it, how it's not a judgment, it's an observation. Yeah. And, and, there, and then there's this, <laughs> there's all this space around it, you know, for life to just be life. And for us to be able to, to witness it and be in it and be a part of it without having to make sense of it. Yeah, you know, to go back to kind of where you started us off from, that whole like your mind gets revved up and then, you know, the question is, is like how much do you have to pay attention to that revved up mind and how much is up to you? And, you know, it, it's just funny. There's There are moments when it looks like all of it is extremely important. I do need to listen to the voice in my head. And for people who don't have voices in their heads, whatever goes on in you that leads to worry or frustration or anxiety or <laughs> yeah, um, really, it's fascinating. Over, yeah, whatever I don't know what goes on for you, but whenever you're feeling those things and feeling like you have to do something about them, um, I absolutely have that. And there are other moments where like the idea of having to do anything about it seems absurd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are moments when it looks like it's important to fix this. And there are other moments when it's like the idea of fixing it is absurd and you just got to write it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm remembering one of my favorite uh, stories from one of our mentors, Michael Neal. He talks about being in a workshop and this, this woman made the comment, you know, I think I just need to let go of the reins. And he, he said, well, yeah, but realize the reins you're letting go of are on the on a rocking horse in the back of a pickup truck <laughs> driving down the freeway right <laughs> he was never <laughs> driving in the first place i had the, um i used i forgot about this metaphor um and I, I i can't remember who i heard it from but i definitely heard it from somebody else um and the way she explained it was a woman. She explained it. Um, have you ever seen uh, in grocery stores those um, shopping carts that like um, the front of it's shaped like a car and a kid can fit inside of it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I used to put my kids in those. Yeah. This woman was explaining life of like, you're the kid in the in the little fake car. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it looks like you're driving 
and it you know feels you got, like you're driving it feels like you're, you're driving moving. you got a steering wheel she's like but if you really pay attention sometimes you turn left and the cart turns left and sometimes you turn right but the cart still turns left oh, that's, that's gotta be close to how it works right he's like you ain't driving kid oh. yeah mama's pushing the cart, you know, life is pushing the cart. And it's like, to the extent, I think it really is, you know, to answer the question as best as can be possibly done, to the extent you think you're the driver, then there's a lot to do and assess and figure out and calculate and plan and maneuver. To the extent you realize something else is pushing the whole thing, you can just sit back and enjoy the ride and play it driving if you want, or kick back and enjoy the view. Yeah. But I don't know if we can actually control which point of view we have. I don't I don't think I like when I'm in it and I feel like I'm driving and it's important and it's up to me, I can't just flip a switch and go like, "Oh, I'm not the driver." <laughs> right. It looks how it looks. It looks how it moment looks. Moment to moment. And I might have a vague idea, but I I might have like okay I've seen this before or I'm taking this way too seriously or I'm thinking it's important and it's really not I can kind of sort of like I don't know maybe soften the edges a little bit but if I'm in it I'm in it if I think I'm driving my my hands are t- gripped too tight to the steering wheel <laughs> to let yeah, go just that, yeah that's really um, I don't have a word for it but it's it's like we can't it's not super helpful to try to make yourself do something different than you're doing you know this whole thing about surrender let go let go surrender like if (laughs) you know it's like if you if you think you're on the edge of a cliff and you're holding on to the to the last branch that's holding you up from falling into an abyss like telling yourself to surrender and let go it's gonna be really a a hard sell yeah (laughs) right right but if in if in another moment you you notice that oh there's actually you know a, a landing six inches below my feet then letting mm-hmm. go isn't isn't so hard like it's only hard to let go when we're holding on tight right right or we think there's something to hold on to but right. I I I love I love what you're describing <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just kind of have this feeling of, yeah, you know, just be in the ride wherever you're at is, is fine. It'll mm-hmm. look different in five minutes. So don't worry about it. You know, that's something I'm constantly amazed at. And this is one thing I do play with quite often, even when I'm in it, is I'm constantly astounded at how entirely different my life can look from one part of the day to the next. Yeah, with nothing changing on the outside. Nothing it's, it fascinates me that in the morning I could have this, you know, worry or this, I don't know, uh, unfulfillment or, um, you know, and then, you know, I get up and make breakfast and all of a sudden I'm excited about something or, or even like, not even about things. It's just like, Literally, all of life can look all so incredibly different. It can look doom and gloom in one minute and full of possibility and interesting things in the next. It's so, that fascinates me. And if that's the case, if that's like, you know, if that's the territory, 
if the territory you're, like can look like it changes so drastically from one minute to the next, it makes even less sense for me to try to drive too much. Because <laughs> I may figure out how to drive in the country, but in a second, I might be like in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the word kaleidoscope, it's, it's playing in my head. Yeah. Yeah, and yet, and yet, one of the things that's changed the whole feeling of that constant shifting kaleidoscope for me is the awareness of of what is solid, of what isn't moving, of what doesn't change, which is what allows me to be in that and, and be okay, you know, go for the ride, let it take me for a ride. Thanks, Mer. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast episode, please do share it. We would really appreciate that. Also, feel free to leave us a comment or review wherever you may be listening to this. We would love to hear from you. You can listen to more episodes and get extra notes at briangrebel.com slash then again. You should also check out Mer's website and learn more about her at mermonson.com. That is it for this episode. Until next time, take care.